0: Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a veteran looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteam.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 35, the show where we answer all of these kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm your co-host, Miss Mimi. <gasps> that was four tries. Daddy just messaged me on Telegram. He sent me, like, the hair Russell emote. He says, my tongue is twisted and I'm having trouble with words because I'm small. I heard that, and I'd and I love to get down there. Oh, man, chat's going wild. This is wild. Stop it. Oh, my God. Everyone's making me blushy. This is the worst intro ever. Miss Mimi, how have you been? Oh, you
1: know, um, I did a lot of furniture moving this week. Nice, nice. Uh, you know, doing the job hunt. Very nice. But pretty good. Pretty good overall, um, you know. Doing some uh, some fun music work and. It's pretty much it. I, le- I lead a very boring life.
0: Good stuff. I, too, was doing a lot of furniture moving in Second Life. I had some friends over to my house and got some stuff set up. That was a fun sound. What was that? I don't know. wasn't me. wasn't. That one was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had some friends over to Second Life house getting that set up. Hopefully, I'll be able to have lots of people from the server over soon. If you want to join the server, you can slide one of us a DM and we'll get you invited. And if you want to hang out with us on Second Life, you can do that, too. Uh, Other than that, it's been boring. It's been really boring lately. Like, have you felt that, too? Aside from, like, yeah.
1: I I mean, it's just kind of like. This is just, this is going. It's one, kind of like one day at a time, in and out. Yeah. nothing overly, like, crazy going on. Yeah.
0: There's a bunch of people from my local dungeon who took it upon themselves to plan a play party in the middle of a pandemic. And everyone said, collectively, what the fuck are you doing? And they said, oh, you know, we're just bored. We're just, uh, you know, we're just uh, stir crazy, lol. It's just like listen here ya boomers
1: <laughs> please don't please don't do they not like see all these articles where they're like group of people 30 about 30 people host a cocktail party 30 of them come down with covid or something crazy like that. it's like see on,
0: guys. you would think that but this is also the cultural difference that exists on our border that divides the True. two of us miss mimi so that's a th- thing, and I'm sure we'll see the fallout in the group in about two weeks. But welcome back to Do Jazzy. As I said, uh, we have a Patreon. Shall we do, we do. the Patreon? We, we do have a Patreon. In the $1 vanilla tier, which gets you a shout-out on the show, we have Jamie Melbent, Phil258, and Raystar. In the $5 tier, which gets you a shout-out, as well as a set of nudes of yours truly sent every month, we have A.P. Michael, Casa Christian, Cloud Puddles, Damia, Juicebox, and Skywalker. In the $10 fetishist tier, that gets you a set of nude pictures and also some porn that I make once per month, we have Annie, who writes, Love you both and your super awesome show. Briah, who writes, who have my diaper? Sarah, who writes, people come and go, but bacon is forever. And in the $15 sinner tier, which gets you all of the above, including a custom commission slot for porn once per month of yours truly, if anything you want within my boundaries, we have Daddy Gray Imp, who writes, remember to self-care and take care of your own mental ecosystem and don't accept pollution from toxic people. Rath, Kineko, who says, shout out to Fisher Price for making those big baby toys for big babies like me. And Joe, who says, shout out to the Bean Gang. And then a latecomer, Daddy says, oh, God. Daddy says, you're a kid much. But moving on from the Patreon, uh, <laughs> help me with this transition. Help <laughs> me with this transition.
1: Okay. So, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, go. No, okay, okay, okay.
0: Uh, we are an advice show, as you know, but we also do other segments, like the one that we're doing right now. Welcome back to WDJN, Dear Jazzy News. Pew, 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 pew. I, I'm realizing now that I forgot to put in the sound effects last week when we did this segment, and I feel really shitty about it. So I'm going to remember to edit those in this time. So uh, this is actually a professional uh, program that we're doing here. But... Um, what I've got for you this week. This made the rounds all across my um, my vanilla Facebook and all my va- quote unquote vanilla friends who actually aren't vanilla, but we just don't talk about it because it's Facebook. Um, we're commenting on this, and there are a lot of hot takes going around because it's Facebook. But th- and but this article is. Um, High school teacher fired for having OnlyFans account. And then the subtitle is California teacher 26 is fired for creating an OnlyFans account to share X-rated content to supplement her income. And I, I I chose this specific one because it perfectly outlines a huge number of articles that are exactly like this one. And in this instance, uh, the superintendent was on OnlyFans and found her account (laughs) and outed her to the staff and fired her. So there's a lot to dig into this here. There's the there's the, in, there's obviously the the piece of income inequality to where to where you know a teacher has to take a second job in order to make ends meet and it doesn't it it's completely irrelevant in that regard of what the job is like They should have been able to live off of just the one income, but that is one whole thing. The second thing is the teacher was fired for creating, but the superintendent wasn't fired for consuming. And that's another awful precedent. And then the third one is just, it's her business outside of school. And there's just a lot going on here. Ashley in the chat says, I hope her OnlyFans goes viral. It has. It absolutely has. And every single person that's featured in one of these articles goes viral. And their OnlyFans just spikes. And it's awesome for in that regard. But what's not awesome is people losing their jobs for living their lives and people invading their lives in this way. Like, there is another one that was a maintenance worker was fired for, again, having an OnlyFans. I can guarantee you that a shit ton of the people that you see walking around in your everyday life probably have an OnlyFans that they use to consume porn. Because it is one of the most downloaded apps. Well, not on iOS because it's not a thing on iOS because, you know, porn but it's huge. It is a huge social media and people always underestimate just how big it is. And the fact that oh no, this is as a person who creates sexual content, this irks me a lot. I'm going to give you the talking stick because I have to like swallow all the spit
1: in my mouth, you know what I mean? You know, it's it's I feel like this has got to be did they say where that this where this teacher was, like what country they were in?
0: Uh, this was in California, USA.
1: Yep, that doesn't surprise me. It's like it's it feels weird because like. I guess I can like if I'm looking at it from like the. Perspective of like they're worried about the impact it'll have on the on the kids going to the school. Like, sure, I guess maybe, but like, no. It's not valid. Right. I went through high school and my English teacher straight up writes porn. Yeah. Like, we all knew it. We found his books. Damn. Some of them weren't bad. <laughs> <laughs> some of them. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, okay, some of them. <laughs> but, like, you know, it just, it's, I don't know. It feels like this really like how dare teachers have to um it feels really really uh backhanded in so far that like yeah we've shut down schools because we're in a pandemic oh we're not paying you because we're just not oh that sucks how dare you have to get a second income to live comfortably
0: exactly what This literally (laughs) reeks of like Because the superintendent was like Oh I found you on OnlyFans That literally smells like when a five year old Sees their kindergarten teacher At like the mall or something And it's like I thought you lived at school I thought your whole existence was at the school And like A bunch of people A.k.a. like When I say boomer I mean they were literally Boomer age were like oh this is a Distraction from her work Um I have news for you. Literally every single person that I've ever met has a thing called hobbies. And you know what those are? Those are a money sink and a distraction to keep you mentally sane and for fun. But is technically a distraction from what capitalism calls... You, you can't see my air quotes, but I'm doing them into my webcam. Uh, productivity. And this is so toxic. And this article... And this now genre of articles really irks like every facet of my being. And I was like, I have a platform to talk about how bullshit this is. So I'm going to make it into one of the news segments.
1: Well, you want to bet that this shit stain of a superintendent tried to get this person to give them free content and then, as a retaliatory action, outed them and got them fired because they didn't. I can
0: almost guarantee that that is exactly what happened. And that is also why this is yucky. Mm -hmm. Like this is a thousand percent yucky. And that is that is it. And like that's one of the things that the teachers uh, sorry, not the teachers that the people on Facebook said. And it was for they they said, oh, what about the power dynamic? What if someone like finds them and like abuses that maybe they shouldn't maybe they shouldn't try to leverage that? Maybe they shouldn't be bad people and blackmail. And then the same people were also like, what if the students find the profile if they're not 18, a.k.a. high schoolers? They shouldn't be on OnlyFans in the first place because it's an 18 oh no. plus app. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> oh, no kids are watching porn. Oh,
0: <gasps> God. oh, my God. Children watch porn? Lay gas. They're turning into horror. Next thing, we're going to outlaw dancing. Oh, Mimi, did you know that teenagers coming close to the mic? Come, I have a secret for you. Teenagers go through a thing called puberty. And when I was in puberty, I was horny all the time. And it's just like, shit. it's so shit. F- you too. I went through that twice. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. I had it twice as well. It's just so, this is stupid. And this is so frustrating because it's like, kids should not be interacting with OnlyFans whatsoever. And that's just like a hard stop right there. And like, I mean, and maybe also,
1: kids wouldn't watch so much porn if we taught them proper sex ed. Maybe they'd watch more, but would learn less. It's almost <laughs> as if, if in
0: my country, at least, we had proper sex ed, we wouldn't have half of the problems that we do. Hmm. It's almost as, as mean, if programs like Dear Jazzy, unfortunately, sometimes fill the void in, for sex ed. Unfortunately,
1: hmm. My province tried to have sex ed. It didn't go over well. We had the most, like, uh, the one thing or, like, we had that was actually good before the government turned over was we had the most dedicated, most, re- most peer-reviewed, most elaborate um, educational curriculum for sex ed, starting, like all the way from, like, first grade, all the way to, like, university, uh, 12th grade. And it was was little bits building on each other. Like, you're not going to talk about sex in the first grade, but they might say, these are the parts of your body. This is one to know. Like, because how many kids do you, you know, have terrible things happen to them and they don't know how to communicate what happens? So many. Right? So that's where it, like builds up and builds and builds and builds talks about consent talks about internet safety talks about lgbtq talks about various different types of um sexual relationships talks about masturbation talks about fucking everything and the first it was like super peer reviewed super happy a good number of parents are freaking out because they're like you can't teach sex ed to my second grader and it's like did you read the curriculum of course you didn't no you're fucking you're just throwing a shit fit first thing the new government does, overturns it, brings it back to the 70s. No consent whatsoever in the curriculum. We tried sex ed, it just didn't work.
0: Great. That is literally what happened in the 08 election here, is there were so many, like, screeching points that the right wing were using, like, Obama wants to teach sex to kindergartners, and it's like, no? That's not even close to any of his platforms?
1: Can and you read? <laughs>
0: can you read? Probably not. <laughs> but it's just so wild. Did you know, Mimi? I feel like I have not talked about this on the show. And this is why sex ed is so important. I did not know that different people had different parts until I was in high school. Because I went to Catholic school my whole childhood and entire high school career. And not once did we talk about sex during that education. And it was... I
1: can believe that.
0: Yeah. And partly because of that, uh, because I was completely unequipped to do that, I got groomed on the internet when I was 13 on a TBDL forum. And people ask why I'm not a super big fan of TBDL. That is why. (laughs) Because bad things happen like that. And it's just like, It's so frustrating. Jamie in the chat says, uh, brings up the issue of not knowing that she was trans and not knowing that trans was a thing. I didn't either. Like, I had no idea trans was a thing until I was in college. Just because, like, all of that information was so hard repressed. And this is why sex ed is so important. We, We are... A little bit off of the original point, but we're still in the realm of sex and school, so we're just going to keep going with this. And it's just like, this is... I keep saying it, but this is why sex ed is so important for a multitude of reasons. Yep. Yep. But yeah, no, going back to the original point, uh, this article, I would link it, but there's literally hundreds of articles just like this all across the internet on all different platforms Uh, and all different people are talking about all different manners of takes on these it they are everywhere uh stop firing people for uh what they do away from work and i feel like that should be a given miss mimi we are an advice show and on this show yeah we answer questions what is the first question
1: this is from Bria. pronouns he, him. It says, Dear Jazzy, when did you first know you wanted to wear diapers and or be little? Do you think some? what do you think may have caused it?
0: I feel like I've brought this up on the show a couple of times, but since we're like a lot of episodes deep, it, it's safe to bring it up like every like 10 or so for uh, new people listening. it For me, it has been a thing that's always, always been there and likely always will. I am unsure what caused it. Uh, I am not a fan of Sigmund Freud because he's a transphobe, among many other things, but he talks at great length about the, theory of, um, about the theory of sexual mistargeting, which is where I think my inflatable fetish comes from, which is because that also is a very, very, very old, long-standing kink and fetish of mine that's been there like for as long as I can remember. And if you ask a lot of ABTls, they will also say that they have felt um, little urges for their entire lives. And there's a lot of different uh, philosophies and approaches that you can take to looking into this. And there's a lot, there's lots of different psychological studies in this. Unfortunately, a lot of them are deeply entrenched in um, in the old language of paraphilic infantilism, which is like. Very, like, sterile and old and yucky sounding, um, to put it lightly. But it's it's a very interesting read if you ever want to research it. Good. Yeah. Cool. Knocked it out of the park. Boom. Next question.
1: This is from Jamie. Inquiring minds would like to know pronouns she, her. Dear Jazz Crew... In regards specifically to a recent Mirror article, I know it's a trashy rag, but a widely read one at that. Do you think that a lot of the issues with the community perception by Vanillas arise due to kinky folks who lack care for boundaries and consent? Would it be fair to say folks like the one in said article are equally detrimental to those in the community as well, as they can make some folks such as myself question whether or not it's okay to be the way we are.
0: I'm going to move the pop filter. I'm going to get really close to Mike I, w- I want everyone to lean in, turn up the volume, get really close, okay? Yes! I wholly agree that it is people who do not know how to properly represent or when to represent and when not to represent this community it is the biggest reason why Vanillas don't like us <laughs> Alongside the fact of You know we're weird I get it there's lots of Quote unquote weird communities out There that do not have the amount Of disdain That we do And I really really feel like If, if you want context On this question uh, listen to last episode Where we just Just rip into We just dig in our claws and just go to town On this person um. Yeah, no, it's absolutely It's absolutely things like this And also, uh, the size of the community is a thing We do not have, like, obviously ABDL is huge And things like CGL and, you know, the larger expressions of it Are a mainstream fetish but getting a good sample size for us is really, really difficult, and this is going back to the uh, psychology piece of it. Getting a good sample size for ABGL studies has always been very uh, challenging, because a you have to find people that are willing to be studied for this, and wouldn't you know it, there are there are not many, and then there's also the problem of there are people who are far too enthusiastic to be studied about this, and they can give skewed data that scientists who don't know what they're looking for can accidentally not kind of brush out or handle that data accordingly. However, it it, it pertains to their study, and it's just... Oh my god. It's literally this.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing you gotta think about, right? The quote unquote, for lack of a better way of putting it, the good people, (laughs) The the people. the conscientious people in the kink community are very aware of consent boundaries and how not to expose non consenting public people to your kinks. The people like that fucker from that article who don't give a rat's ass are the people who are frontline invisible to the public. Right. So if they're the ones that the public are going to instantly see, it's going to then give... ...a bad image and a bad reputation to everybody else that they don't see. It's... ...like... ...it's like if you give somebody a bowl of cereal and they've never had cereal before... ...except the person who gives them the bowl of cereal pisses in their cereal. And that's all they've ever been exposed to. They're gonna just start to assume that cereal tastes like piss... Right. And you're going to, you know, with that exposure to it, you're going to get the shitty opinions of, you know, of the, even of the conscientious people. Like, you won't be, you form, um, immediate opinions you're not going to the, they're not going to be willing to as willing to hear people out or to un, or to listen or understand because they're going to assume it's like everybody else the shit stains like this fucker from the article are literally ruining the kink community for everybody Mimi, and just- that's why i have such a big problem with you know the article and that saying that this person is accepted and encouraged in their community. And I'm like, that community is fucked up and should yeet them as far as they can throw them.
0: I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just did a search on, uh, in an incognito tab. So my cookies wouldn't like, sig- wouldn't get in the way. I just searched, uh, what is ABDL? And then I'm going through the results here. And in some of the first things I'm seeing, I'm seeing like, especially in um, images. And then I'm seeing like a bunch of news articles about people who were, who were outed and that's dog shit. You should never out someone for their kink, for their sexuality, for their gender identity, anything. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm seeing mirror boy. And I'm also seeing people like pamper chew and Deeker, both of whom identify with the term ABDL but both of them are pedophiles. Like, I'm not throwing around conjecture. That is what they are. And I, where the public gets hung up with our community is they they look at how we interact with each other, the things we do, and the objects that we use. And they say, this is clearly pedophilia. When we know clearly it is not, and we know that this is a very healthy Consenting dynamic that we have between ourselves and other consenting adults. But to the outside observer that has no idea of what kink is outside of Fifty Shades of Grey, they're going to get really squicked when the first things they see are the shitheels of the community that have been ostracized like forever.
1: And you know, the shittiest part of one of the shittiest things about it is Pamper Juice Microwave think about it like this what's the most effective way that we can as a community um try to put a stop to it we denounce this right but it has to be done at a community wide level and here's the problem with that look at what happened to that teacher with the only fans right if you publicly denounce this shit and try to make this right think about all of the people you're going to be potentially outing or people outing themselves in the process oh yeah and all the people with public jobs all the people who have at risk situations they're all going to suffer for it we we can't it's kind of like a double-edged sword You can strike down the shit, but you're going to hurt the community by doing it. Right. And it's like, what's worse? Do we take the shit from the people who are ruining the community or do we effectively gut our own community in an attempt to make things better long term?
0: it's like what what do we do do we write a counter article and like a counter press release like who is the the board of directors of abdl that has the authority to speak on behalf of all of us and then like the other option is like do we just push for better representation (laughs) of our kink community that seems a little bit like silly and then people will point at like oh Idolmaster had representation and then my response to that is, isn't that character like a teenager? But not getting into kidding. that. Uh, not getting into
1: that I'm part. I'm um, just saying the people who decide or think that they should be the spokespeople for the community are 90% of the time the people who really, really shouldn't be.
0: Right. Uh, Daddy just telegrams me. He said representation matters, the accurate shit, anyways. And he says that is Daddy's two cents. And he is a very wise man. Who I love when he participates in the show. <laughs> um, oh, he's hyping. He said ha- he says hashtag old. <laughs> you are not old, sweetie. We are a very professional broadcast, as you know. But yeah, no, that is it, it's for every little bit of progress that we make, it seems like there's another article just around the corner to just slap us down. And I think the other thing that I really struggle with is in the grand scheme of current events, this is extremely insignificant when compared to movements like Black Lives Matter that deserves a hell of a lot more attention than like, people are making fun of me on the internet because I wear diapers and people don't understand my fetish. There is a clear distinction in priority here. And I just want to make that absolutely clear that that is this show's stance. And so people don't get the wrong idea and everything. But it's just like representation does matter as long as we wait our turn. (laughs) If you know what I mean. Proper representation matters. Proper representation matters, which technically goes for everything. Mm hmm. Which goes for everything. Miss Mimi, what is the next question?
1: We're going to lighten things up here with a little game.
0: A game? A game. I want to play a game.
1: This, is, this is, I'm going to just read this one verbatim as is, and I'm going to let you take a guess at what the answer is, because I already know it. Okay. Dear Jazzy and Mimi, explain an interest slash fetish, etc., of yours to the other. Poorly. Oh. Bonus for making outlandish and creative guesses as to what it is. Sincerely, Ashy. Lover of human-like constructs composed primarily of polymers and saran hair. Pronouns, she, her.
0: Uh, that, it sounds like okay. Ashy is a fan of dollification. I think. I think that's what she's getting at. I think it's more just dolls, but. Just dolls in general. That's fair. So give me yours. I. it's not. I found terrible. my good. I found my good fidget spinner. Yo, I'm sorry. Please continue. I got really excited.
1: <laughs> so I'm a really big fan of weaving weaving webs of fiber, creating membrane on membrane connections, resulting in delightfully stimulating and fiendish dilemmas.
0: Uh, that would be rope play. Nope. Not quite. Huh. Uh, Will you accept Shibari?
1: These things are pieces of it, but not specific.
0: Okay. Suspension. No. Damn. Fuck. Uh, Slucky in the chat says cooking. No. Okay. Can you read back yours really slow to
1: me? (laughs) Weaving webs of fiber creating membrane on membrane connections, resulting in delightfully stimulating and fiendish dilemmas.
0: This isn't something to do with hair, is it? No. Okay. I mean, it could, but no. Weaving membranes. (laughs) Because, you know, that's we're
1: we're weaving fibers,
0: weaving fibers. Hmm.
1: I've talked about this on the show. Oh,
0: damn. Um, this wouldn't be like you creating outfits for littles, is it?
1: I mean, that would be great, but no. <laughs> hmm.
0: All right, give, give us a hint.
1: Uh, well, your your closest one was with rope. Okay
0: oh 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 this is uh this is impact play with uh whips and floggers no shit damn it okay that was a good guess that was a really good guess though um you're gonna you're gonna laugh when you hear it because it's so simple (laughs) oh man give me give me another hint uh
1: clothesline zippers Oh,
0: this is um this is the thing you're talking about where you were you, yes, the so story we established was you that were that I've
1: talked about this on the show. No, no hold <laughs> on.
0: I'm, I'm getting there. You were blindfolded, you were holding something in your mouth and if you let go, then like a cord would be pulled and it would pull all these clothes pins off of your private parts. Is that the story? Like That's a predicament? Yes. What is the so name what, of that? Like
1: predicament play? Predicament bondage, yes. Yes! Nailed it. Uh, hmm. Because you're making skin to skin contact, fibers of rope, delightfully sadistic dilemmas, i.e., predicaments. Mm hmm. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> I
0: do not have a wittily worded. Uh, anecdote. So I am, I am just going to, I'm just going to do my best. Um, Hmm. (laughs) I personally really enjoy and get off to the feeling of being utilized lovingly in multiple ways, simultaneously, Possibly with one or more partners. What is it?
1: Sounds like a cuddle pile to me, but you know. (laughs) It could be. Utilized in multiple ways by possibly multiple people. I mean, the the very obvious guess is a gangbang, but like. Fairly certain that's probably not it.
0: It's a. It has to be a little more specific.
1: It's not spit roasting, is it? No. It's got to be a chain spanking. Uh, One after the
0: other. No. Hmm. You were really close with gangbang
1: thinking of how much more specific i
0: could get uh, give me a hint um hmm god this is hard i don't know what hint i could get without like giving it away you know uh how much ideally more
1: specific than a gangbang can you get
0: ideally there's an exchange of fluids
1: I mean, like, it could be like a group Bukkake situation, but that's not it could be a uh, like a group breeding situation. As
0: fun as Bukkake sounds, technically, no. Uh,
1: Exchange of fluids. The next thing that comes to mind is literally like a breeding (laughs) gangbang. Should
0: I should I say it?
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I, I got nothing.
0: Double slash triple penetration. Ugh, you, okay. You, you sound frustrated. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I got to do it the other night with Daddy, and I was just like, "Oh, this is a new thing. This this is a new thing that I really really like now." <laughs> Okay. You I'm sorry. I didn't want to give it on gangbang because I feel like gangbang is more equivalent to like an orgy situation where there is just like like a lot of like randomly happening sex and then like a focus on one whereas I feel <laughs> yes. like mine You know what I mean? Mhm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yes. Are you are you mad at me?
1: No. Okay. Why would I be that?
0: Oh. Uh, you got all quiet and I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> What's the next question? That was fun. Shh. Thank you for sending that in. That was really fun.
1: Uh, the next question. Oh, you know, I got somebody with like a delightful. Like, you know, when somebody turns around and tells you that they're they're a grown up. Yeah. And you're like, oh, honey, no. Yeah. I got somebody. With the best turnaround, oh, oh no, what was it? What was man. it?
0: give us the clapback.
1: Man, there's so many good clapbacks, but like, hang on a second.
0: Yeah, should I entertain the masses?
1: I think you have a a thing to do here about uh, your little advertisement.
0: <gasps> that's right. We do. Dear Jazzy is brought to you in part by Camp Buddy, the spicy visual novel from Bio. It's Games that puts you in the role of a new scout at the titular Camp Buddy. Now, we talked about this masterpiece of gay playable erotic fiction last week, with its branching pathways, multiple animated sexy cutscenes, over three hundred unique pieces of illustrated art that are all perfect. I tried to do like a kiss, like the like the stress, like mwah manja into a microphone, but it didn't work out. We already talked about this, but we're coming back again this week with an update. I have a creator code now. So if you want to go to at oddswithgod.comslash camp buddy and enter the code DEAR jazzy, all caps, all one word at checkout, you're going to get a fat 10% off at checkout. Once again, that is DEAR jazzy, all caps, all one word, no space, D E A R J A Z Z I E at checkout for fat. 10% 10% off. I don't know why I'm going with fat. I think I've, I've just got like cock on the brain. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can check out. There's what is the my- always
1: morning jazzy coming back.
0: What <laughs> is this podcast, dude? Uh, you can check it out at oddswithgod.com slash camp buddy. Uh, C A M P B U D D Y. To check out this awesome visual novel Thank you again BLITS Games Once again for giving us the opportunity To talk about your game on the show Miss Femi, what's the next question <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you not want to hear the clapback
0: w- Oh yeah I want to hear the clapback
1: So it was My friend up in uh, I can't say where She is but she's a few hours away from me In Canada um, we, We've known each other a while and she was like doing the foot stomp because, you know, she's a a very dear friend of mine and she's doing the foot stomp saying she's a grown-up. And I says, that's right, sweetie. You make a really good mummy to all your dolls and stuffies. That's good. It's good. You're a great mummy, but we know know where you stand. (laughs) Oh, my God. I would melt. If I know her well enough to know with that tone and the way that I worded it, you'd literally see the fists down next to her, like, her legs and the steam just spewing out of her ears.
0: Oh my god. Was it like the like the Arthur Fist meme?
1: Um, not quite. It was Aww. like the like flexed up like hmm, kind of things. It, it was it was pretty funny.
0: Oh my god, that's so <laughs> cute. Jamie just posted the gif in the chat and <laughs> it's
1: really good.
0: But yeah, no. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. We were um, my daddy, as a lot of people know, is currently working on his Ph.D. And a couple of his buddies and him, they're in like a little squad of like four or five people. And they call themselves. the. And every time they go to residency or like anything in relation to their Ph.D., they all travel together. And they all like share an Airbnb or like a hotel room and they just get up to like all sorts of crazy misadventures, mostly involving getting drunk. Uh, one of the people in the I'm actually going to bleep out the name of the group because I just realized that it's identifying. So uh, everyone forgot what I said and the post is going to be bleeped. But um, one person of the group is a kinky person who is aware of my proclivities and daddy's proclivities and everything. And in being aware that I'm a little, we were putting on our coats to like go out somewhere. Cause we were all in, um, we were all in Detroit, uh, before COVID broke out. So we were hanging out and going around and doing things. And I forget what the exact instance is, but, uh, my boyfriend, uh, my daddy said something that got me like all huffy and like blushy and then I did the foot stomp inadvertently and I was like oh no I just did the thing and the kink aware one just gave me a look like mm, just gave me like the, the colon 3C like the uh huh and what else like <laughs> expression I was like god damn it
1: <laughs> oh my god it
0: was so embarrassing <laughs>
1: Oh, you've got lots of embarrassing stories. Hmm.
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure they all were aware because I was like when we were at the Airbnb, I was like draped and like wrapped up in my blankie the entire time because it was cold and it was soft and it was nice. So I'm pretty sure we do have more questions. We are an advice show and we answer questions. This is what we do here.
1: (laughs) I didn't. I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought that was the closing to your store.
0: No, it was. <laughs> it's a good transition.
1: So we have a very light, a lighthearted question here. Um, dear Double Cute and Over Lovely. What was the last restaurant you went to, e- went to eat in? And why that one? With utmost sincerity, Wrath of the Eighth Lake. Pronouns, he, him.
0: Cheesecake Factory. Cause I wanted cheesecake and it was yummy. So I got me some cheesecake and then I brought it home and then, uh, I did worked on my second life house and ate the cheesecake. It was a good evening. Daddy got a mojito.
1: But you didn't eat in at the restaurant. COVID is a thing.
0: Hmm. Um, but when we do eat out, which we try to limit to very rare. Uh, we try to tip really, really, really hard because there are a lot of people who are going to restaurants and are just assholes right now. And you would think that you would, that tipping people during a pandemic uh, tipping really well would be a default. Turns out it is the opposite from what we've seen. So when we do go out, which we're usually not happy about because it's best to stay inside. But when we do feel stir crazy or we're out with friends or something, we, and you should all do this too. We try to like throw some extra into the tip just to be like, Hey, we're sorry that we're here and in your space. And you should not be like, you should not be like inundated in the bowels of capitalism. You should be able to be home and be safe. So that is
1: what was the last place that you were in? Just trying to think. Like the last place that I actually sat down to eat would have been, God, probably Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh my God, for real? Yeah, for real. Um, basically, okay. So what happened was, like uh, I've mentioned, like my two work wives. Yeah. Uh, my French Vanilla peeps yeah 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 uh, one of the ones them, who listen to the show it, yeah and so like one of them you know her and i worked the exact same shift uh before i transitioned to the department that i'm in now we worked the same shift we got in trouble together we had Aww. the best of times like we got in trouble for brushing each other's hair on the floor because we were so like had no work to do that's all we could do that's wholesome like we used to go to McDonald's at one o'clock in the morning after work and, like, eat McDoubles and sing Wicked. I love <laughs> it. That's so cute. And so, like, we haven't... She stopped working there because she was, like, going back to school. And, of course, I changed apartments. And so we're just like, girl, the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we well, haven't seen each
1: other forever. The fuck is going on? We need to fix this shit and so, like, we're talking and we're like, hey, we're going for lunch. And then, like, one of our other teammates who's like, she's a sweetheart and she's very abrasive when it comes to rude people, which is great to listen to. <laughs> like, this is the same person who turned around and told a customer, no, I'm not going to call you back and tell you if the price changes. Does the, the grocery store call you back when the steaks go on sale? I honestly thought she was trying to get fired But that's a whole other, you know, kettle of fish But somehow she ended up getting invited to this Now this is is fine, but she's got problematic opinions about other things So I usually try and not, you know, sure But Mm -hmm. okay Um, Anyway, she cancelled last minute So then me and French Vanilla went to Buffalo Wild Wings And we just kind of like hang out and like eat the food and stuff and uh yeah it was nice we caught we we did some catching up and um yeah it was cool she told me about all the shady like like her department has a band and like she told me about all these shit the like super shady like catty girl and i'm like can I please come to your next rehearsal and put this bitch in her place? <laughs> like, please? That,
0: that sounds so exciting.
1: She's that's- like, <laughs> they're, they're in a non-music related degree. Like they're in a science effectively degree mm-hmm. and they have music things for just the school and that's fair. And, but it's all within their program. And, like, this girl is like, we're going to do this and this and this song, and then then she can't sing them for shit. And, like, she turns around (laughs) to my friend and is like, "Uh, you're doing your parts wrong. And then my friend is like, "Uh, I don't think so. I've been singing it right for six months. But, you know. We oh can my ch- God! Well, I have perfect pitch, and I'm like, bitch, please. Sure you do. Sure you do. <laughs> they, so then they plunk it out on the piano. Oh look, the catty bitch is wrong, and I'm <laughs> like, I, I, I want to go to their rehearsals so bad, just to turn around and put this bitch in her place. So then when she turns around and gets catty to me, I will turn around to her and be like, shut the fuck up. I have a degree in this shit. You don't get to say anything to me. Yes. (laughs) This is what I paid so much goddamn money to be able to do. You don't even come fucking close.
0: I what's the name of their band? I have to. Well, not the name, not the name. What's the
1: genre? They do all sorts of stuff, but it's mostly, like, pop rock and, like, alt rock and stuff. Nickelback, got it. Pff- <laughs> it's I can't say much about it because it's fairly identifying, but, like, it's fucking hilarious how the stories and how catty this bitch is. Like, she comes in and they're doing acapella stuff and she starts telling them how their harmonies are wrong when she can't sing any harmonies other than... Maybe a major third if she's lucky. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like, oh, I wanna rip this bitch up. <laughs> I want <laughs> I'm a uh, terrible person when it comes to like shunning people for being awful at music, but I only shun people when they're awful at music when they're entitled about it. Oh if my God, tell me about it. if they're God's gift to music and they're actually fucking terrible, I will put their asses so far in their place that they're going to wish I spanked them.
0: That was my
1: experience
0: in the Cleveland punk rock scene. God damn. There are so many (laughs) people, so many emo kids in Cleveland who think they're fucking Mozart and they try to do all these like super complex, like fall of Troy X math rock riffs. And it's just like you sound like buttered trash, my friend. And I don't know how to put it nicely, but your ego is even worse. I'm just just saying, saying.
1: oh, my God, my degree is in opera. If I can't like, I'm pretty sure I can sing better than you on most things. If, you know, you're (laughs) I have a degree in this shit. I'm just saying, I know that that sounds really egotistical and my head must be like seven sizes too big right now. But like, I'm sorry, but I studied this shit since I was like seven.
0: Oh, trust me. Seven. I get the exact same way when people try to pay me an exposure. I'm just like, no, no. I paid good money for my degree. What a coincidence.
1: Exactly. My rank costs 500 exposures, <laughs> 500 exposure points. Ooh, that's a
0: little outside <laughs> of my exposure budget. Yikes. Oh, geez. What's that's the next a different
1: qu- kind of exposure, actually?
0: Oh, geez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> What? What is the next question? Okay, uh, this is a heavier one. So uh, just a heads up. So let's dial down the chuckles. This is from Rebecca, pronouns she, her, they, them. Hi, Rebecca, Jazzy and Mimi. You two have always been super nice to me, so I wanted to say thank you. You're both very nice and I love you both for it. My question has to do about something very serious to me, which is mental health and its severity. I have problems with my mental health where I tend to bottle away my feelings of wanting to be little with the people I trust due to very past problems with abusive relationships and partners. I have a bad habit due to those relationships and partners to put everyone else before myself and do it so much I often forget about my own health Mm -hmm. and end up depressed and upset. What do you think are some ways I can start standing up for my feelings and putting myself first? Thank you so much for being great and keep up the good work. You're both amazing.
0: Uh, Rebecca, thank you for sending that in. That is a really, really good question. Um, It took me a very long time to figure out, um, the whole idea of self-worth and also the idea that I have self-worth. And I think that's, you know, something that, uh, I think that's a struggle that really everyone goes through at least once in their life. And I, I am, I'm like actively thinking on this and I, I'm still just kind of blown away. Like, thank you for sending this in. um,
1: Do you want me to take the talking stick while you think?
0: Yes, please.
1: So, abuse in relationships and partners, you know, it, it definitely takes a toll. It's heavy. And, you know, there's a process that we go through where, you know, we have to reconcile feelings with ourselves. We have to figure out where we where our footing feels right after all of that. It's heavy and it impacts us a lot. My suggestions, you know, the first thing, whenever you're experiencing this and whenever you're trying to figure out how to put yourself first, and if you find yourself being dragged back to those experiences, just keep reminding yourself that it's not your fault. First things first, it's not your fault. And, you know, self-worth and trying to figure out how to express your wants and your needs with the people you trust is hard. One thing that I found that works for me is sometimes, you know, I get when I'm trying to think on the fly, when it's something that's pretty uh, close to my heart or something that's really... Um, closer to the traumatic side I trip up all the time I have a hard time you know with my words and I have a hard time getting the message or the information that I want out out coherently um something that works for me is that it's a lot easier for me to be honest with myself about the things that I want and the things that I need if I take the time and write them down to myself in like a journal kind of thing, Mm it doesn't have to be much. Just take your time. Like just really kind of sit down. What kind, like you, we say, you say you want to be little. Okay. So let's, let's take that as a um, just an umbrella term here. You want to be little. So under that umbrella, what does that look like for you? Like what kind of things do you want to do? Do you want to, Do you want to get padded? Do you want to wear cute clothes? Do you want to have a tea party? Do you want to cuddle? Do you want to color? Like what kind of things evoke that feeling and that space for you? And so if you can kind of narrow those things down, then you can write them down in your book for kind of like, situations you might like to explore when you want to feel little like for example you want to feel little okay so situation a could be you want to get padded in in a onesie or comfy pajamas and you want to cuddle on the couch with a sippy cup with somebody you trust who might hold the sippy cup for you and watch a movie together that can be an incredibly littling experience and it's also it's low effort Mm -hmm. and it's low impact or i mean potentially very high impact if you don't get to do this very often but you see what i mean like you want to cuddle you want to be padded you want to wear cute clothes you want to watch a movie so you can put all those little like pieces together to make one thing that you want to do and you can mix and match all the pieces you can kind of you know make it a puzzle. All the things that you like, all the things that you want to do, and then just take pieces of them and put them together. And the next step to that is with the people you trust, you know, um, sit down with them and just, you could, it, it's hard, it's hard to talk about things that you want and things you want to do, because if you're struggling with self-worth, you might struggle bringing that up. So even if you just tell them in whatever manner you find easiest, whether it be on a phone call, by text, by in person, like whatever the case may be, you sit down and you say, Hey, I have something I want to talk to you about. Um, it's important to me. It's nothing bad. Um, but I want your input, make sure you like encourage that conversation. And then when you sit down for that conversation, If you're having trouble getting it out, you can, like, even tell them that or think about writing a little intro of yourself, like, hey, I have a hard time explaining this to you, because I trip up over my words, or because it's something that's hard for me to express. But these are things that I have interest in that I would like to experience. And because I trust you, and you're important to me, I'd like to experience them with you in some capacity or whatever the case may be. And you can just, if you can't verbally speak that or write it to them, you can just show them your book and they'll have the opportunity to be there with you, to take in your thoughts, take in those things, and then they have the opportunity to engage with you. And that's the main thing, creating that line of communication with them in whatever way is easiest and most comfortable for you. Cause that's the main thing. You know, we struggle with this kind of communication all the time and it's hard. It is really, really hard because one of the things that you know comes out of abuse a lot is that we don't feel like our voice should be heard or could be heard or is worth hearing. But the thing is, like, it really is. And the people who want to be in your life and the people who are actively, you know, showing you that they want to be in your life are also the same people who want to help shoulder that. And it's it's not a burden if we shoulder it together. So, you know, take your time. Give yourself the space to explore and think and write what you would like. And then take your time to talk about the people talk about it with the people you trust. And the biggest pointer and the biggest tip I can give you is don't be hard on yourself. You're gonna need the time that you need, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. So be kind to yourself, take your time and trust yourself. You're worth hearing.
0: There is almost nothing I could add to that because that was so well (laughs) said. Um, I think the only things I could possibly add are just personal anecdotes. Like when I went through, um, a lot of, you know that I was previously engaged until I broke it off because my ex was, you know, fairly abusive of me and she was also uh, my caregiver at the time. And, That summer, it was really difficult because there was, you know, I was, you know, there was it was just me in my apartment then. And then getting into little space, like I was so used to having someone there. And it was really that experience that I mean, because Daddy and I were already super, 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 super close. But that really kind of like sealed the deal as to us being really close together. And it, it, it was really difficult because it was not only that of suddenly no longer having a direct caregiver in my in my home, it, the, 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 the other change was um, well, it was very similar to the same cycle that a lot of people who have gone through abuse, also go through and it was just was I the abuser? Was I the bad person in this? Did I deserve what happened to me? And of course the answer is no but it took a lot of therapy to get to that and I found a lot of solace in the fact that that is something that almost all people who have suffered that also struggle that feeling and that was really 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 it was really good for me to hear that. And I hope that those words also help you and Mimi's words, hopefully help more because I feel like she spoke a lot more eloquently than I did, but that's, that's what I've got talking stick. That's good. Yeah. I think, I think we nailed that one.
1: Shall Thank we do you the next four being vulnerable and sharing your experience with us?
0: Yes, thank you. Miss Mimi, we have one um, last question. Thank you
1: is, the thank you is for you too, Jazzy. <laughs> uh, for what? Um, for exactly what I said, being vulnerable and sharing your experience oh. with us. It's Aww. not easy to talk about abuse, and I can speak for myself and maybe some of the audience members that, you know, It's we appreciate hearing experiences like that. Um, and recognize that they they can be hard to talk about Oh, thanks
0: I just do my uh, best to be a good host <laughs> That's what I do I just turn on the mics and make our voices sound crispy
1: Well, we have one more question And yes, it's a lighthearted do. question So this is good to end our show uh, Dear Jazzy and Mimi This is from Fluffy Nate Currently playing dress-up Pronouns he, him What are some good things to wear to your local dungeon, aside from your kink-slash-scene wardrobe?
0: (laughs) All right, let's go. Uh, That would be a big red curly wig. Uh, That would be white face paint, a big rubber nose, size 20 uh, Chuck Taylors, some big old pantaloons, uh, preferably some kind of horn or water gun there you go casual attire to wear to your local dungeon although that I, sounds su- horrifying. I that's the point but also I suppose that that could possibly be someone's kink and we don't kink shame on this show so my actual answer is bring pajamas after a scene you are not going to want to be in constricting clothes just like I cannot overstate Mm -hmm. how good of an idea it is to bring some cozy comfy pajamas to the dungeon because people will be like oh my god you're so cute it looks so cozy and also if your dungeon has a little room like ours uh, oh my god cryptid but what about the unsealed gray body paint we do not invoke homestuck on this program thank you (laughs) but um yeah no pajamas are so great to wear to the dungeon especially if you have a little room because pajamas are like by default like one of the little attire like uniforms in
1: my opinion what do you think? I'll give you that pajamas are good loose fitting clothes, sweatpants a a comfy hoodie, something just in the same vein something that is just comfy and not constricting um I personally like bringing, uh, you know, hair ties and headbands. Those are fun if you want to be cute. Oh yeah. Um, or nothing. You know, you could just wear nothing. That doesn't. That it can't be kink attire because there's no attire involved. That just nothing.
0: That is that's some big brain shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that is north of 150 IQ. That's that's <laughs> impressive. I did not even like. That did not even, like, (laughs) parse through my neurons.
1: I mean, I see people in all kinds of stuff at the dungeon. Like, you know, we have all of the the long list of kink attire. Yeah, we have our littles um, running around in pajamas, onesies, pretty much whatever. Um you know, some people are just straight up in like, tearaway clothes are so much fun. They're so <laughs> fun. <laughs> they're, there's nothing like going up to like getting ready to like beat the crap out of somebody's ass. Not literally, but like, um, just to tan that hide and you just walk up there, grab their pants by the like waistband and just rip them off, them off cause they're tearaway, <laughs> And then just, whack it's the most satisfying (laughs) beautiful feeling um but also recommend um anything that you're not you're not like provided you discuss the boundaries and things with folks and the people you're engaging with um it's always a good idea to have things on you that you don't mind getting destroyed or damaged yep because you know what's fun cutting away panties with a really sharp knife.
0: Oh, and, oh, wow. That my body just had a very visceral response to that. In so, real
1: life. Uh, lots of fun stuff that you can bring. It never hurts to bring. Um, can't cut my panties. If it's a chastity belt. Oh, I can. <laughs> you just want not enjoy <laughs> it. oh, <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't know a cock cage Although no that's kink
1: hmm. Non kink attire I mean just Non-kink regular
0: street clothes Like I see a lot um, of I see a lot of Joe Schmoes in my In the dungeon you know when COVID isn't a thing Just wearing like their Polo shirt and like either khakis Or jeans and it's just like they came from work And it's like yeah so Hang out dude. Somebody
1: showed up at my dungeon with a friggin snuggie
0: Yes that sounds so cozy
1: I want to get one of those those th- those hoodie things, those like massively oversized hoodie that's like just stupidly large, and it's basically a blanket in hoodie format. I won't. <laughs> Cryptid said, "Some
0: people like Jake from State <laughs> like, Farm." <laughs> 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 And that was I interesting. Mean, you... <laughs> Just coming into the dungeon, fucking on Halloween. It's, <laughs> it's like some guy with like a like a like a polo khakis, maybe some Crocs, and a nice like name tag. Like, hi, my name is Jake, and it's like a State Farm branded thing. Dear Jesse, it's not sponsored by State Farm Insurance.
1: And that's when they turn around and you see the police Spank Me" sign on the back of them thank god
0: state farm we we just wrote your next advertisement you don't even have to pay us for that jamie in the chat says are are you sorry jamie daddy just a dad are you a daddy or just a dad you know there are times when daddy at home he'll just do some shit that is just like unequivocally dad and not daddy i'm just like sweetie you're being a dad dom right now and he's just like yeah kid <laughs> all right sport it's time to go build I a vibe, deck
1: I, I vibe with that so much <laughs> it's so are hard. you
0: are you sometimes not a mommy dom but a mom dom
1: <laughs> Oh, hundred hundred 100 percent oh my Hundo God. Percento, like <laughs> fuck I love this. the number of mom things that I like. It's so good. Um, I, You know what? the You know what? The one mom power I want to make sure like I can like adopt that. I don't know if like all moms know it, but my fuck the moms in my family certainly fucking do. Yeah, I want that. Like, like there's the mom's sixth sense. Oh, yeah. but but like. OK, Jamie, I'm not that kind of mom, Give Jamie, me a Break. for reference. Get out of here.
0: Jamie in the chat just said, Mimi, take me to the grocery store and ask for the manager when our expired coupons don't work. We said oh. that she's a mom, Dom, not a Karen.
1: Yeah, God. <laughs> Sheesh. Sheesh. Oh.
0: My oh grandma my
1: had like she had this like superpower to just know where you are. And then the you did something. Just like it's like the ninth sense. Like I remember stories of my my dad being like nine houses over, hanging out with a friend, and then like they broke a vase and the phone rings and it's my grandma going, What'd you do? (laughs) Just like fuck. I want that power. I want that superpower that makes like eyes in the back of my head british nanny mommy dom superpowers like fucking that puts it to shame. Okay, but, but how like, much
0: how much do you want to bet that somewhere on the internet there is ABDL porn where it's someone impersonating like super nanny. 100% the old, there is.
1: 100%. 1000%. Oh yeah. Where do you think I get my some of my ideas from? super nanny <laughs> super nanny and nanny 911 and my mother like all these like caregiving techniques that you learn like just in vanilla circles and then i go hmm how can i apply this to f- for fun and kink oh i know lists ideas of why you can <laughs> freaking oh it's so good though like cuz mom th- like hmm mom things mom things i definitely do the mom thing where i tie my hair up and like get the mop and the swiffer and i'm like doing all the vacuuming and the mopping and cleaning everything top to bottom and i will yell at you if you come into my kitchen before the floor is dry oh my god what a mother (laughs) literally I'll i'll make sure that you have your sunscreen before you go out yep I'll do the mom thing where I'm like, okay, we're going, and you know, it's gonna be an hour drive. Did you go to the bathroom? I don't have to go. Well, you should go just in case.
0: Well, that one's not applicable to us, so. It
1: can totally be applicable to us, just if I wanna make it embarrassing.
0: uh, uh, that's, okay, so I'm catching up on the, (laughs) I'm catching up on the fucking Chang. The first thing I see is Cryptid saying, catch me killing the battery of the handheld vacuum because it goes vroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. Uh, Ashley also says, imagine a Karen Dom. And then also Jamie says, for pet play ideas, don't forget to watch the dog whisperer. This is this is a wild chat tonight. If anyone's listening wants to get in on this, again, you should join us in our Discord server. You can DM either one of us for details. Um... We have never done this before, but I'm going to start something this episode right Uh-oh. now, right here, right now
1: Uh-oh.
0: for next uh, episode. Everybody duck and cover batten down the hatches, <laughs> clench those buttholes. Let's go for next episode. Uh, email dear at gmail I want to know what is your. give us your funniest idea slash example of a daddy Dom, a mommy Dom or a Renny being non-binary Dom being the respective mom, dad, parent Dom, just like the most like generic, just like mom Dom or like a dad Dom going like, Hey sport, let's build a deck. (laughs) Let's go grilling kiddo. Like that sort of thing. Just that is your Podcast, gmail.com and we're going to read some funny ones next episode because this just, this this segment has been inspiring.
1: I can just imagine your daddy taking you to like Home Depot to look at power tools.
0: <laughs> you joke, but we've done that.
1: Man, that's like the biggest, the biggest dad move ever. Dad, we gotta go shopping. Okay, well, we're going to Home Depot. Why do we need to go to Home Depot? What are you doing? I need to look at the power tools. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think the daddest thing ever is. Hey, dad, you're
1: not gonna buy anything. I just want to look at the power tools. It's like- <laughs> God think- damn it!
0: <laughs> the daddest thing ever is. <laughs> he was in his sweatpants and like the shirt <laughs> he slept in, and he brought a beer and pretzels out and we sat on the porch and just people watched up just like dude you're being such a dad right now and he's like sure thing champ and it's just like it's so great whenever oh, my God. daddy turns into dad it is literally the
1: best <laughs> thing ever I need to like get more of those lines Honey, did you remember your sunscreen? Put on a hat. It's hot outside.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. He is such a stickler about sunscreen because he knows I burn like a lobster.
1: You're not going out in that. Those shoes (laughs) are not equipped for.
0: (laughs) No daughter of mine is getting caught in Crocs outside. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do not own Crocs. What do you
1: think you're wearing?
0: March your tiny ass back in your room and try again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my God. It's like that's like that reminds that that Irish TV show that I watch called Mrs. Brown's Boys um, anybody who's seen it in this chat will understand how fucking fantastic it is but like she breaks it's a sitcom and like they fly by the seat of the pants all the time like the improv stuff all the time and there's this one she breaks the fourth wall like every episode and she's like talking to the audience and she's like the most mom thing I swear she's like you know I don't remember when I started cleaning I was married to this this guy named Redzer, and oh, yes, I was afflicted with that thing called pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> and out pumps the baby, and I just started cleaning. I've been cleaning ever <laughs>
0: since. The most potent STD ever. <laughs> pregnancy.
1: <laughs> well, she makes jokes like she's like, you know, she was talking to this other character who was pregnant, and she's like, ah, I remember the first one. I was so nervous, I was like, yeah, did you have any? You know, I went to the doctor and he asked me if, you know, I had any questions. And I says, yeah, what position am I going to be delivering this in? And he says, oh, the same one you conceived it. And she's just like, I thought I had to stick my legs out the fucking car window. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. She's like, I had to go take a urine sample and they told me to take it midstream. So I put on my rubber boots and wade out in the middle of the river and take a squat. And the fishermen are looking at me. Don't worry, I'm pregnant. I need water. Hold on. The show is oh just God. beyond fucking hilarious. It is like the fucking best show. It's not safe to watch while eating. I promise.
0: <laughs> I promise. This is the last thing before we wrap it up, but I just had, like, fucking the mental image of... The mental image of, like... Okay, so picture this. It's an ABDL porno, and it's it starts to typical, like... And It's like a mommy dumb, uh, and it's just like, hey sweetie, do you want to like play with mom? And it's like you know she's playing with her tits or whatever, and it, it and it just turns into, oh before we play, can you hu- mommy needs help needs help with her iPad? And then the whole video is just like the little like very frustrated like trying to help her and she keeps <laughs> fucking up her iPad more and more, and I cannot think of a single. Thing that is more parent-dom than, like, child tech support ever. And it's just like, and the punchline is that there's nothing sexy in it at all. It's just like, the lead-up is just like, nope, you're just watching 30 minutes of a little trying to do tech support for their caregiver. It's so funny, Mimi forgot to laugh. Rip. <laughs>
1: I'm holding back some coughs from all the laughing.
0: Oh, <coughs> can, can, can I get an F in the chat for my failed joke, please? I thank you, thank you Jamie. It's
1: oh, it's just thank you, Lyra. Fuck. Thank you, Brian. The only thing I'm going to tell you that about this, this show, I'm going to host a movie night, just host a movie night where this is the show that we watch. But like straight up, the, they're in like Ireland. Um Yeah. Uh, Republic of Ireland and so you know the, they're very Catholic and they're worried about the Mormons coming around converting people and so she invites them in and she goes and they start talking about the Bible and she turns around well oh, that's made up son what <laughs> Well, it'd have to be otherwise it'd only be a pamphlet
0: <laughs> as as a person who's who came from an Irish Catholic family this pleases me greatly
1: <laughs> it's just so good because she's like He's like, it's not made up. He's like, it is. No. Okay. 40 days and 40 nights it rained, right? Well, yeah. And they call it a disaster. Yeah. Well, in Ireland, we call that the fucking summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a movie night. We're going to just yes. watch this show and kill everybody with laughter. It's so good.
0: Are we hosting this in the Dear Jazzy server? Actually, no. For I legal will- reasons, uh, we are not hosting this in the dear Jazzy server. No, uh, but it will be hosted in a place, and we're going to have a lot of fun doing it.
1: This is Lawyers. gonna be a good time. This is so funny. The yes. If for context, for anybody who watches the clip that I posted, straight up, it's like she has this weird hobby of ordering things off the television like mail order stuff to try different products oh my god that was my grandfather a home a home home bikini waxing um, (laughs) kit, and it it just goes downhill from there i'm only gonna say that it's fucking hilarious oh my
0: god we need to wrap this up we desperately need to wrap this up
1: So uh, we're a podcast. We answer questions. We answered everybody's questions. Please submit more questions for next week so we can laugh about more things, talk about serious things, give advice, and have a great, grand old time. We love you all.
0: Yes, we do. Uh, Dear Jazzy is an at oddswithgod.com production. Please visit us online at at oddswithgod.com. Please support the Patreon and get some porn of yours truly. I'm really trying. We're both really trying to get the show to... Breach the 300 a month threshold uh, by the end of the year. That would be absolutely gigantic for us as a community, as a show, and for us as creators. That would be amazing. Thank you so much to everyone for the support. Uh, please check out Camp Buddy at oddswithgodcom buddy because that is another great way to support the show. And uh, keep sharing it around. The show just keeps growing week after week. And I really have to thank every single person who hangs out in the server, in the chat, and downloads the show. So thank you so much for hanging out and
1: spending time with us. Miss Mimi, where can people find you? Well, you can find me on SoundCloud where you can find all of my... Uh, musical Creations and Lullabies at SoundCloud.com backslash Miss Mimi's Lullabies. You can also find me on Twitter, and I just know Jazzy is chomping at the bit to say it, but it's Twitter.com backslash <gasps> B-E-L-L-E-N-A-C-H-T That's L E N A C H T. Where can we find you, Jazzy?
0: You can find me on Twitter at Lil Baby, L-I-L-J-A-Z-C-I-B-A-B-Y uh, you can find me on Instagram at, at, uh, Lil princess Jazzy with underscores between those words. Uh, you can find me on adultswithgod.com. Uh, you can find me on our discord, which you can private message me to join. Uh, I'm all over the internet. Uh, if you just Google search Jasmine starshine, you're bound to find one of my things. I'm also on second life. I've been on second life a lot lately. So that's also a good place to message me at. That's all I got. Any closing
1: thoughts? Uh, nope. All right. <laughs> this is Finn,
0: dear Jazzy. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye now. Uh, bye bye. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy episode. <laughs> Shut up! I almost got it that time. <laughs> Welcome back to Do Jazzy.
1: get it first try.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> welcome back to Do <laughs> episode thirty-five. Of the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. My f- god damn it! <laughs> so close. <laughs>